0: You're listening to Ants Talk. My next guest is currently featured on Netflix, Unwell, where he discusses his use of human breast milk for bodybuilding. Jameson J. Rittenhauer has worked for the US Air Force as a youth sports and fitness director. His episode talking about the liquid gold has caused a lot of controversy. Let's chat to him more about it. Welcome to the show, Jameson. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thanks for, you know, reaching out and having me on.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. I was watching the show because not only is it a fascinating series with lots of different subjects, but your one really captured me purely because it's not a normal thing we see every day. And that's why we have a chat to you. So, Jamison, how did you discover the use of breast milk? Well, I
1: mean, I was bored at the house one day just clicking on, you know, the internet, just watching some videos. And I saw, I came across a video on YouTube with his bodybuilder, you know, he was talking about, you know, he was trying to be the best and trying to find every edge he could. And I mean, you know, he's a jacked huge guy. Yeah, he talked about getting his milk from his daughter. And I was like, huh, I, you know, five feet from the computer, we got the refrigerator, there was some extra milk <laughs> in there. And I know that, you know, if it wasn't used, Melissa was just going to dump it down the drain and it was going to go to waste. So I was like, why not just throw it in my shake and see what happens?
0: Yeah. What was that first taste like? Um,
1: it was very distinct, you know, there's a, there's an actual term for how the milk tastes and so sometimes it tastes a little soapy, but Ah. um, you definitely, you, you can tell if it's in there for sure.
0: Right. So in the show, we see you starting a fitness regime again to lose weight and gain size. Are you still in the process? Um, I am, I
1: have, I'm not, I haven't been using the milk though, just because it was costing you know hitting me in my wallet a little bit but um i am you know throughout covid you know i was on quarantine for a couple weeks like a lot of people are and i know you know some setbacks happened but definitely down now i'm actually um way less than i did at the when the series came out when it ended when we stopped filming
0: because i did see a lot of um past photos of you and i mean your body was incredible. Yeah, <laughs> um, it
1: was a lot of time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know myself and with us here, we've had lockdowns and stuff like that. And trying to keep fit and keep some sort of exercise regime happening is quite a challenge. Mm-hmm. Now, does the bacteria such as E. coli as such that can be found in the breast milk worry you at all?
1: Uh, you know what? When I, when I first came across that, I just like jumped in YOLO. Like I, it never even crossed my mind that there could be, bacteria or contaminants in it or anything because mm. one i guess you know i wasn't too concerned with it because it was melissa i mean at the time i was with her for you know four or five years at that point, yeah three four or something and then um with tiffany you know i just i, I don't know i kind of i guess turned to you know the other cheek and i didn't really never really crossed my mind the biggest the only reason that i ever really thought about it was because my friend Mark, one of my co-workers, was so, like, when I first told him about it, he's like, buddy, you know, I mean, anyone that's watched the show, can, he's like that about everything. Super yeah. concerned, and he just was always worried, buddy, I just want to make sure you're taken care of. You're not putting your body at harm by doing this, you know. I support it, but I want you to be safe. And I just, I mean, didn't really think about it.
0: That was actually one of my next questions Was um, because I actually remember that part in the series how he really is concerned about your health and the diseases that could possibly mm. be carried in the milk and stuff like that. I mean, it, it is a genuine concern, I suppose, but I get that you probably wouldn't think about it when you first went for it anyway because, I mean, yeah. you, you, you were getting it from someone that you were close to. Now, when mm. you say Melissa, is that the girl that appears in the series and she's... No,
1: no. So Melissa is the the
0: mother of my children. Oh, right. That's well, Hannah. Hannah. Right. Got you. And She's the kind of lady my that you meet at- watching TV. Oh, I love it. And the lady that you meet at the cafe, Tiffany, Tiffany. Now she was just a random mother that you met on the internet that you could then go and purchase milk from. Correct. Yeah. So actually
1: like, you know, I'm um, six degrees of separation, like blows my mind. So this is, she a friend of hers saw a post that i made on someone else's facebook on their their walk they just had a baby one of my friends i worked with um she just had a baby and was talking about how she's just pumping to get the milk out she's just formula Mm -hmm. and i was like you know people buy breast milk, and you know if, if i knew someone you know maybe i would do it again so you know i got off the phone with the producers of unwell and Had a message request and it was just like instantaneously. I hung up the phone, got the message request, and it couldn't. That conversation that we that we have on the show that those Facebook messages that was the actual messages that we had. Right. Initially, when Tiffany reached out to me, so she found me. A lot of people thinking that I'm the one that went out and searched for Tiffany.
0: Right. But she
1: came to me and asked me if I wanted to buy it from her and not some, uh, you know, a, a once people watch the show, the coffee, you know, the coffee shop scene is like the one that like people are like, what's wrong with you? Why would you do that? Why are you talking to her that way? And, this, and I'm like, honestly, like, I'm not talking to her any other way. The, I mean, that's, that's how I am. Uh, I joke a lot. You know, uh, I've worked with kids for over 10 years. I have like a really like dad sense of humor, like not, not jokes and, you know, stuff like that. And I try to lighten the mood. And Tiffany was really nervous while we were shooting. Yeah, She was just like, you know, I don't understand how you're so comfortable with this when this is definitely not anything I'm used to. And I was like, I'm not used to it either, <laughs> but I'm going to make the most of it. That's you know, it, we're going to have it. some fun. You know, who knows what can happen? And I guess people just think I'm
0: weird. I didn't find any offense to how you were in that coffee shop. I thought you were quite normal for the situation that you were in, really. Again, I would probably be the same. And as you were saying on the show, it was was almost like you were doing drug deal, but it was breast milk in a cafe.
1: (laughs) So she actually works um, a few minutes down the street from where I live. So there's a bank at the end of the road. So we've met at the bank to exchange milk and money in the morning. Oh, that's morning. hilarious! Like, you imagine if base security <laughs> showed up, like, what do we got? You know, they look like small bags of cocaine, but then it's just like, oh, a SWAT doing? team. Where it t- yeah, turns
0: exactly. Up? <laughs> I love it. Now, when you are talking about um the breast milk, I, and one of the things that I didn't personally realize when I was watching the show was women that are affected by hyperlactation syndrome, and so basically, the, these are women that overproduce milk. Um, and a lot of the time it is just going to waste because there's nothing, their baby, their one baby can't keep up with the, the, the milk that she's producing. So therefore, you know, they do either store it or basically have to get rid of it. So for someone like yourself, that's pure gold really, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's, and it's, I didn't realize that there was such a shortage of it. You know, Mm -hmm. people brought that to my attention. Like it's so selfish of you, but you know, they they have the access. They're choosing. You know, it's theirs for sure. You yeah. Know, they're choosing how they want, it, what they want to do with it after they pump. Either keep it for their family, keep it for you know infants that need it, families that need it, you want to donate it, want to sell it. You know, that's on them. And I mean, it is crazy. Like when Tiffany told me initially how much she's pumped, like had no idea. Like I didn't even know that was a real thing. Like I've seen yeah. like you know, Montel Williams show, whatever ladies got gallons of milk. And, but until like, she actually sat down and like, I went to the house one day and she showed me what she had. I was just like blown away. Like, Oh my God, all Get the it? milk that, right. you know? W- yeah. So m- whenever we split up, me and Melissa, she gave me all the milk that she had left over from the years, just being in the freezer. And I was like, man, that's my cash, you know, <laughs> stored in the freezer. Um, and then my heart was broken one day when, my mom sends me a text she's like just so you know charles matthew and maria and my step-siblings left the freezer open and she sent me a picture uh, and the milk was just thawed out all over the floor and i was like uh, I-, I thought that was it but then you know all this happened tiffany reached out to me and i found a new source i guess
0: yeah because I didn't realise that either, that they can actually, these women that um, overproduce produce the milk can actually donate it to families or mothers that aren't able to breastfeed and um, abandon babies in hospitals and stuff like that. I never even realised it. And I think the thing there, and I think what people have got to consider when they are watching the show, is that some of these women wouldn't know that that's even a fact also. And I mean, they probably don't know where to donate this milk. So why not sell it to you? That's what I said Yeah, sort of absolutely. Think is- you know,
1: what are you what are you going to do, you know? They're just going to keep storing it until they have, you know, 500 gallons or whatever, and then, then what? What do they yeah. do? Make ice cream? I mean,
0: <laughs> Mr. Whippy. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they say that breast milk doesn't have the perfect macros, but it has proteins, fats, and carbs. But mm-hmm. You say you take it for the hormones and colostrum, is it? Tell us more.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, the colostrum, you know, that's just really... Um, a bunch of good, you know, chemicals, hormones put together. It's all right there in the milk, pretty kind of like um, the baby starts nursing. And it's really what is like the catalyst for growth. In my mind, that was the logic that I had. There was, you know, studies done on there's, you know, you can buy bovine colostrum. You know, people give it to children when they're sick. You know, I've had people reach out to me like, Hey, you know, what you're doing is awesome. I'm glad that, you know, someone actually has a platform to make, you know, the other uses of it more known, even though, you know, the bodybuilding aspect is totally like beside the fact that people use it to treat illnesses. You know, someone from India reached out to me and said they put it in their eye when they have infections, like conjunctivitis and stuff like that. And I was like, I had no idea. And they were like, and once we heard about this, it was just awesome. And we could not wait for it to come out. So to have all these people reach out and say, man, you know, I use it for, you know, these alternative methods as well. You know, this is how we use it at our house. You know, people think it's weird, but, you know, to have somebody, you know, that we can say, look, you think I'm weird. Look at this guy on TV right now Mm. drinking it to, you know, put on some muscle or lose some (laughs) weight or whatever. You know, it's it's really cool. And I had no idea that it was such like breast milk really had all those other uses until I started getting involved with Tiffany. You know, she kind of told me some of the stuff that like why it was popular and why, you know, other ways that it was used.
0: Mm. It's funny. I mean, call me weird for thinking this, but I don't see the difference. You you were drinking it as a child. So why is the difference of drinking it it as an adult? I don't really get why people find it so weird. I think what it is, this is my honest opinion, I think it's because people find I don't know, a sexual thing about it. That's what I yeah. think. That's why I think they think it's
1: and it, and it could be, you know, me being an adult, but at the same time, you know, people are like, do you think it's weird? And I'm like, really? With how open we are in society, cultures, you know, around yeah. the world with everything else that happens behind closed doors, you know, we're so willing to go online and post whatever it's stickers talking about stuff that we do. Yeah. But me drinking breast milk is weird. I, I, people do a lot of weird stuff behind the doors.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's not like you're actually taking it from the teat. It, it, right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do you know from what I mean? Touches, like,
0: you know, I, it's, it's more it is fun, a little different. Like, yeah. <laughs> now you mentioned that the two most anabolic times in your life are when you were in puberty or in infancy. Can you tell us more about that?
1: Yeah. So, you know, just research that I did, I was like, look, if, you know, what the, the two periods in our life when we grow the most, when we're the most anabolic, you know, it's when you're an infant, you're you're drinking, you're growing, you know, in the toddler, you start, you know, you're a child. And then when you go through puberty, you know, well, I, my logic was I can't go through puberty again, but, you know, aside from, you know, taking drugs, you know, I had this breast milk that I could take, which, you know, if I wanted to, you know, If I was eating like a baby, sleeping like a baby, you know, I wanted to, you know, take the milk as well and hopefully, you know, see some some type of you know, gains or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, and you can, you know, in the video, do I think that it helped me back then? I really do. You know, can I say that, you know, it is a a factor in, you know, the weight loss that I had during the 10 weeks could be. Could it be, you know, placebo, psychological effect? But really, I made no other changes to anything I was doing in my daily life. Mm. You know, my, my kids, they love, I get them Wednesdays nights and we go out to eat. My kids love love going out to eat, I love spending time with my kids. So I, you know, I ate with my kids. I still was going to the gym doing the same thing I was doing then. You know, my diet outside of adding the milk didn't change.
0: Yeah.
1: And I mean, I, I lost 10 pounds, so I can't say... I'm not going to say that there wasn't something there that helped, but I don't also, I don't have like a control to go back. Like I didn't have, you know, another JJ, you know, doing everything I was doing.
0: It would be interesting to do, it would be interesting to do a a controlled study on it and really see the benefits or if there are any at all. Now you mentioned to me that you were also considering taking Sialis or Viagra to see the effects it may have on you in the gym. Why so?
1: Yeah. So, you know, for a long time, I've been kind of like researching, like,
0: you know, little
1: things that you can get easily to, like, you know, increase some performance. Yeah. And I know right now, while Cialis and Viagra are not, you know, uh, classified as PEDs, they're becoming higher and higher up on those lists. Mm. You know, I think there was even a study or an article I read not too long ago that says, at some point spinach might be considered a PED as far as Olympians, which, you know, is crazy wow. because you're like, that's a vegetable. Like yeah. people eat it all the time. But, you know, if the, the like Olympic board says that this can give you an edge, it could, it does something. You know? Obviously, so, yeah. And, the same, and it was the same thing with the, the Viagra and Cialis years ago. I remember reading an article about a cyclist that, you know, was taking it shaved like three tenths of a second off of his time which you know and it might not transfer a lot to me Mm. that boost in performance but to you know high level athletes it definitely gives them an edge and I think there was just another one I think um Chad Johnson said that he was taking Viagra for every like every game that he played when he was in the NFL I think it was Chad Johnson having a not too long ago but you know there's people out there taking it and it gives them an edge you know increased um anaerobic output at high intensity so i feel like if it can help me work harder you know it's going to help me you know perform better
0: you might just have to go to the gym with a jumper around your yeah, waist. <laughs> yeah 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 that'd be a little weird that's what everybody at work is like what is
1: wrong with you is this is going to be No, too much. But barring up everywhere. Yeah, right. I'm definitely gonna have to like find the right dosage before I go out of
0: the house. I love it. So funny. If you like your beauty products to stand out, look a little different, and smell amazing, then I'm pretty sure you should check out Sugar Monster. Brand new and completely Adelaide-based, Sugar Monster scrubs are natural body products with a quirky style to them. You'll have to see to know why. All completely handmade, vegan and cruelty-free with skin-loving ingredients that your body will love. Plus, they smell good enough to eat. But don't actually do that. Check out the range at sugarmonster.com.au and support local business. Now, how did you get approached to be on the show?
1: So, and this is this is crazy too how you know and i'm just like beside myself every time i talk about it i'm just like it blows my mind when i think about it about whenever i first started supplementing with the breast milk you know i was on reddit and the bodybuilding sub Reddit, and somebody was like hey you know my bro's drinking breast milk for games or whatever is this a normal thing and i was like i'm doing it you know yeah And I said something else in the comment. And then about three or four years after that, maybe five, I had, for some reason, and I thought it was just odd because I had multiple people reach out to me about that one comment. It was like, hey, can we talk to you? And I was like, there must be some uptick in breast milk, bodybuilding articles or something. Mm, It's catching steam somewhere. So I talked to somebody and I was on the phone with them for about 45 minutes to an hour. And they were like, Hey, this is what I'm actually doing. I'm writing an article for fatherly.com. Do you mind if I you know, include you in it? And I was like, no, sure. Go ahead. You know, no problem. I'll tell, you know, it's my life, my story. I'll tell it. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, that came out and I would, and you know, some people were like, man, it's pretty cool. JJ, you're on, you know, you're in this interview, whatever article online. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Well, then, about three months after that is when I got a- approached again by I had another message request from Rachel from Left Right, and she kind of was asking me questions about the article and stuff like that and how it happened. And, you know, I talked to her on the phone for you know a few minutes, and then they wanted to do like a kind of like a phone interview, like we Facetimed or whatever for like an hour, and they were like, okay, well this is what we're doing, this is what You know, if you want to be a part of it, you definitely can. But they told me what they were doing. It was a wellness, you know, a series on wellness and different Mm -hmm. modalities and stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. You know, they were like, you know, would you do it again? Could you, you know, find the milk again? How would you find it if you were going to do it? And um, You know, we were just brainstorming like how I would find it. And after that, you know, it was like the third or fourth call. That's when, you know, I hung up the phone with them. I was walking outside of the dealership where I worked. I got off the phone with Rachel and Abby. And then I saw the message request from Tiffany. And like I said, in the message, you know, this could not come at a more perfect time because it was like, you know, lightning strikes twice. And it definitely did there, you know.
0: How funny to, to think that. Here you, here you are living where you do. Done this on a whim to, you know, get some gains at the gym. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're asked to be on this show, and now someone like myself in Australia knows exactly who you are.
1: must be, be really um, bizarre. I think Rachel is from Australia. One of the okay, one of the I would always make some jokes. Talk yeah. about
0: the other blokes at the gym. She always <laughs> got a good kick out of it. But, I love it. Now, what's <laughs> the reaction been like? to the show.
1: Um so it's actually, you know, I have had a ton of people, you know, tell me, "Hey, I paused the show, got your Instagram handle. That's how I found you." You know, I I've, you know, tons of people reach out to me, tons of, you know, guys, family, women, you know, "Hey, like I said, we are in full support of what you do. Don't worry about what people are going to say because there are going to be negative comments and I know I knew that there was going to be as soon as i signed up you know even when i tell my friends like before i was like hey net i'm going to be on netflix but this is what i'm doing when i told them i drank breast milk before they're like what is wrong with you You're crazy <laughs> but um uh it's been more positive than negative negative. and really the only the negative things that people are saying was i mean it all really goes back to the coffee shop scene yeah. you know why was that so awkward and why was I acting the way I was acting? And I was like, look, if you come to work, you come to the dealership, you spend two, three hours with me or whatever, you're, you're going to understand. Like, that's just, that's my humor. That's how I am. I'm well, I, always, th- I you know, think
0: that anyone watch, that watched the show properly would have seen that that was you through the whole
1: it, Exactly. It it's wasn't like you. a one-time thing or, you know, for some reason people, I, I guess people think that that was an actual, like, live recording scene. Yeah, because. Yeah. It, I'm definitely like you know they probably could edit that to make that just a little bit more awkward than it could because I mean it, it was when we were filming in the coffee shop they had to shut everything off you know they yeah, had to, yeah. the AC shut off the ice machine the soda machines nobody could talk it was hot I mean it, it that when they came and filmed that week it was really hot like you can see one of the scenes. They're talking about, you know, I'm getting ready to go to the gym or whatever. I wake up at 4.45 in the morning. To the, you can just see beads of sweat rolling off me. And that's because in my house, we had to cut the AC off. And I mean, <sighs> it was like a, I was just rolling in sweat and it was yeah. terrible. But all the, the the crew was fine. It was like, I, I don't know. They were on a different plane.
0: I, <laughs> I think that's the thing that people don't realize about television is that there are a lot of things that are set up. <laughs> they're, yeah. not just, they're not just all of a sudden turning up with a camera in the coffee shop. Yeah. These sort of things have to be set up so they're getting the mm-hmm. right sound, the right lighting, et cetera, yep. et cetera. So everyone's got to really keep that in mind when they are watching the episode. What would you tell someone that asks why you, you've done this?
1: Um, I guess, like I said, you know, I was just looking for a little edge, something that could boost my performance and at the time, it was free. It was right there, like I said in the show. You know, mm. if I wanted to add it to my shake, I could just go to the fridge, crack open a cold one, like I said, and that's exactly what I did. You know, it was yeah. in there. I shook it up a little bit, you know, dumped it in there and mixed up my shake and and drank it. You know, it was it was free and I, it was so easy for me to get. So mm. I was like, shoot, why not, you know?
0: It was actually funny with that other guy too that was um – featured in the series and i think he had cancer is that correct and he he he's finding benefit yeah and he's finding benefit from it which is Mm -hmm. quite astonishing
1: yeah you know but i'm pretty sure there's no one reaching out to that guy telling him that he's selfish.
0: no exactly Yeah, yeah and
1: no one's no one's commented on any of the things that i've seen people comment about Nobody has said, man, shame on all these women for hoarding this milk and not donating it to all the babies. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, JJ, you are such a bad man. I can't believe it. <laughs> if someone even said, JJ, as a father, I, would, I want to know your thoughts as a father on you taking milk from those infants that need it. And I was like, whoa, that is super deep. And I feel almost attacked like my character. Yeah. But like. If anyone knows my background, like I said, I worked with children for ten years, from infant all the way up to eighteen. I mean, I facilitated camps for the Air Force across the U.S. You know, been selected to do everything. And I mean, I have been around children almost my entire life. You know, and that's if I knew that I was going to actually have like an immediate impact on some, on an infant. My son was six weeks early. I'm not going to put a child out like that. No. Like if it was like. You know, either the baby eats or I get some gains. Uh, mm. I'm gonna shrivel up like a prune while my baby's fat. You know. Yeah. And it it's just crazy that the some people are saying the things that they say. But
0: I mean, maybe those maybe those same people, if any of them of them are listening. Um could, instead of writing you a letter, maybe what they could do is go and find the support group that coordinate these things between a mother that has excess breast milk and, and can offer it to a, a child that needs it yeah. and start to promote that sort of stuff or start to yeah. donate or start to help that that group do that sort of stuff and make it more well known because I myself never knew that happened. So mm-hmm. you know, that's maybe where, the, where they could focus their energy.
1: yeah and you know there's a lot of stuff that if they if it could have been included in the show I think a lot of people would think differently about me because of you know some of the things that I say you know they ask me what are my thoughts on breastfeeding I mean we need it it needs to be like a paramount in our society like in the U.S. it's like you know we got mothers that don't feed their kids in public for fear of being shamed or, you yeah, know, maybe they have, they get anxiety because of it. And then their baby's going hungry because they don't want to have that anxiety attack, like in the mall or, you know, at yeah. the supermarket or, you know, there's no place for them to, you know, breastfeed at work. And I'm all for like making it easy and making it comfortable for them. But it's just not, mm. it's, it's not a, like a social norm where it should be. It's always, You're looking at me while I'm feeding my baby or, you know, I'm I'm not doing this in public or whatever, like shaming the mothers for feeding their kids at the table or whatever. Like, where do you expect them to go outside, back in their car while their family's inside eating, while you're in here eating with your family? Like, I mean, we look at people eating. People don't eat with their mouth closed all the time. They're nasty, sloppy, whatever, Mm. you know, food going everywhere. It's no
0: different. No. I mean, we have the same issues here in Australia and there's people for and people against and I just think it's the most ridiculous argument ever and Mm -hmm. I really do. I just think it's ridiculous. Majority of us breastfed, majority Mm -hmm. of us. And if we can't understand that a mother, it's a necessity for a mother to feed her baby, it's not like while she's out in a shopping centre she can give it a Big Mac. They need breast milk. So basically shut up, turn away. If you don't like it, don't. Simple as that.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, Hey, you know, my, I was breastfed, you know, the doctors actually told my mom that I was going to be a dwarf. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it was, I mean, and it was just because my mom, I wasn't able to eat enough and I wasn't growing like I should. And it was, you know, my mom wasn't making enough milk. So she had to supplement with formula. Like, you know
0: you the, now? <laughs> the thing
1: that you know because I wasn't getting enough that the doctors were going to tell my were telling my mom that I was a dwarf. Mm. You know, and clearly there was nothing wrong with me. I mean, yeah, I don't think I'm dwarfish on the screen. So
0: now, where can people follow your journey?
1: Um. So you know, Facebook. You can find me, JJ Rittenhour, Jameson Rittenhour. Um, you know, if people want to reach out to me, send me messages, friend request me, fire away. I have no problem talking to anybody. You can find me on Instagram. It's Morning Forest. Um, the, zero, the O is a zero. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you can follow there. It's usually just, you know, I was kind of, you know, stagnant on there a little bit. I wasn't posting up, but once everything started coming out and they, you know, asked me to keep up. And I was like, okay, I'm going to post them on there. My life is not just only about me going to the gym and stuff like that, you know I yeah, things that you know, just my daily life, you know, spending time with my son, my kids that's on there. um I actually got a, a funny video of Lucas I'm gonna put up for everyone to see he uh he actually shotguns a cup of hot sauce, which is crazy <laughs> oh. hes he, Lucas is a madman.
0: How but old again, is he I mean,
1: Lucas is seven.
0: Oh, he's a, oh, with he's three, the numbers
1: definitely kind of like interweave sometimes.
0: Mm, mm. He's
1: a handful. They're in there playing PlayStation. I told him they got to keep it
0: down. I'm in <laughs> his business. It's I love enough. it. I love it. Well, Jamison, thank you so much for sharing your story. I mean, I personally found you quite jovial, quite fun to watch. So keep, keep your head up. And I think you did an amazing job on the show. And regardless of what people think, it's your choice. It's the mother's choice. There's nothing wrong with what you've done. So thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: My pleasure. And we'll speak soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. Ads Talk.
1: It's like Oprah, but not.